the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, this is Randy Adams. Thank you for tuning in to AM630 The Word. We're going to have a good show today. I hope I hope I make a difference in your life. I want to be the best I can be at teaching you the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. And also having you the whole armor of God so you can protect yourself, protect your budget, protect your money, and make wise decisions biblically on buying and selling cars. Very important today because I'm going to tell you the world is against you and you need the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. Hello again, this is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you, thank you for tuning in. Hey, I need some help. Tell 20 people to give me a call. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly cars, trucks, vans. I need vans. Um, I've got some vans coming, but I need more. Uh, houses with bad foundations. I've got a house to look at in the near future. Uh, some people have to sell. So. Uh, dump trucks, 18-wheelers. It don't matter what it is. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tell 20 people to give me a call anytime, 830-708-4789. Thank you, thank you again. A lot of stuff going on in the car business. A lot of people stressed out. A lot of people are uh, living month to month. Are you one of those people that are living month to month? That's why car people have money, because they know when to buy, when to sell, and they get all the good deals. That's why the car salesmen and car people have money. It's a, it's that kind of deal. They, they're they educated, and you're not educated. And uh, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be your mentor. I'm trying to educate you. I'm trying to, you know, we must stop grasping for the temporary and begin focusing on our time, money, and energy on the permanent. Man, how long did you love that last car? You lost that love and feeling. Did you hate it after three to five years? Did you hate making payments? Hey, we're looking at 84-month payments right now, most of the deals. And now they're saying that 96 is not far off. 96 months of payments. Man, sincere love involves selfish giving. Telling the truth, a self-centered person can't truly love. Man, that's car salesmen. Self-centered, all they think about themselves and profit, they could care less about you. They'll tell you how they're going to give you the best deal, how much they love you, how much they're going to take care of you, how they're going to be with you uh, a lifetime. No, no, ain't no lifetime. They sell enough to the banks and credit unions and, hey, no responsibility walk off and dance to the bank with your money. So, you know, you got to be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle for your for your money, your lifestyle. It's it's your hard-earned money that you've worked hard to earn and then all of a sudden, you know, you work 40 hours a week and what happens? Man, you hand it over for a car payment or a truck payment and it loses value. It's not like your house I mean, we're in a great area in Texas. 
and housing has not dropped very much. Boy, in some areas it's dropped a bunch, but not much in Texas. Now it's a little slower in selling, a little longer to get it financed, and the interest rates up. But we got to be prepared, mainly physically, spiritually, for a battle for your budget. You know, and so the new car dealers are always looking at an angle, angle to make more money off of you, a different, uh, well, road, a different direction, a different avenue to make more money. And we're grasping for the temporary. Oh, man, look at that shiny new car. And you wash it every day or every week, and then it gets down to every month and then every six months. Uh, I mean, you know, take care of what you own. Well, I've had several calls of people getting their seats fixed on their trucks and their cars because, you know, you'll if you don't fix it, it gets worse and worse, and for pretty soon the the seat is destroyed. There's nothing left. And so spend $60, now where, you know, you don't lose a thousand, two thousand. We're looking for a seat for a gentleman right now. We can't find one that's decent. And if he would have taken care of it, he even admitted it to me. If he'd taken care of it and got it fixed, so give me a call, 830-708-4789. Same way with the companies. And they also sanitize inside, take smoke smells out, details, He's mobile detailed. Give me a call. I'll give you the number. And if you want your protect your paint forever or for at least seven years, or in, and if it's a new car forever, get a lifetime warning. Modern Marvel. Look it up. That's a channel, Mod, Modern Marvel. And it's salmonized. They've been around 100 years. Ceramic coating. You've heard about paint being that way. Well, this is protect your paint, and they'll stand behind their word for seven years, and if it's a new car, for a lifetime. But I've watched it. I like it. I've used it. Uh, it's great, great service. But, you know, we, we, we put our trust in the wrong people. We put our trust, not in God, but a salesperson that don't know us, or one we've been dealing with for 20 years, and he's been making great money off of us for 20 years. Man, I'll tell you what, have you thought about that? I've been dealing with the same dealership and the same guy for 20 years, and I have not shot price. I've got a friend of mine who was paying too much money on insurance. She don't go nowhere. She's older lady, and she she was paying a lot of money for insurance, a lot of money. I told her, I said, you need to shop. You need to get a better price. And she said, $600 a year on insurance, same way at your car dealership. You think you're getting the best deals. They're convinced you. They're great salespeople. They know how to close you. They know what to say. They may, they know what to say to make you believe that, oh, man, you got the best deal. Then you look down the road a couple of months later and find them even cheaper or the best interest rate, and you're paying 18 or 20%. Hey, we're not in Carter days when Carter, when the interest rate was that high. But a lot of people are paying Carter Day interest. And they got great credit because they wasn't paying attention when it was time, when it was time to sign the contract at the F&I department. So you got to be prepared, you know. We must develop self-control, not only with respect to food and drink, and, but also we, with the respect to our emotions, our emotions makes the purchase. I mean, every car dealer magazine talks about selling on emotions. 
Oh, man, you're ready. Oh, I got to have this car. I'm going to look good. You know, integrity. Uh, can you talk to yourself? Do you know? You know the difference between right and wrong. Right now, in the car business, evil is good and good is evil. Because they're after all the profit they can pile up, dance to the bank, sell the note to the credit union or the bank. And I still can't believe I can't get a sponsor from a bank or a credit union that wants to teach the world the right way to buy a vehicle, teach their customers, teach their employees to make the right decisions. As I always say, make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. That is so true, so true. I guarantee you, you know, good dealers, there's a few. Bad dealers, there's a few. And there's a lot of ugly ones. You've lost that love and feeling. That's so true. And the way we speak and treat others is really our character and the way we take care of people and the way we, do we lie when we're selling the car? You know, I tell you, whoever, and this is in Psalms, whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace, hey, and pursue it. If you, when you sell a car, is there a peace? Well, until it breaks down. What man makes breaks? Hey, these manufacturers don't want a car to last forever. I think there's three dealers, three manufacturers that want to build a car that will last forever. The rest of them, hey, they want to sell more parts, more service, more mechanic hours, and they want to make more money on you. And they want to sell more new cars. They don't want you to keep a car forever. They don't want you to keep a car for 25 years. They don't want you to keep a car for five years. They want you to trade every three, four years. And you just roll that big debt back into another loan and go down the road. Man, you know, we just, people who put their faith and their thought in material things are never satisfied. We're always wanting to reward ourselves. Oh, we deserve it. We work hard. I've heard the wives tell Husbands, many times, honey, you deserve a new pickup. You need you need to get you a new, a different pickup. You work so hard. Yeah, but I've been telling you, maybe that old pickup he's driving will last a lot longer. Just had a gentleman was trying to figure out whether he needed to buy a different unit, sell a different unit. And it was at Tree of Life Church. And uh, his wife said, no, here's the key. His company was letting him use the truck. So he didn't really need a truck. You know, here he had one free. Good employees are hard to find. You know that. So they wanted to reward him with a truck. And so he's wanting to buy something else. Instead, you know, just stay where they're at. I said, hey, man, make payments to yourself. If you just think you got to make payments. Hey, you're driving the company unit. You're good there. They're good there. Keep driving it. Keep your wife in her car. You've got another unit waiting for a son. He's got two sons. Hey, spread it out. Make the right decisions with what you have. And he not, he didn't want to hear it. He wanted to go spend, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand. Get back in debt. 
making payments. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. And, you know, if you don't have to, don't do it. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, another theory I've got you might think about, if money will fix it, it ain't broke. Well, I mean, it ain't broke, so don't try to fix something that's not there. And so these dealerships are working so hard right now on AI, artificial intelligence. That's that's the computer people. They're going to be after you, and it's amazing to me what they can do with these computers. They can answer every question you come up with. You're going to be talking to a computer if you call in or go online. There's a company right now that ran a deal at me that all 24 hours, they got an AI machine that'll take my calls when we don't answer the call and answer the questions for the customer and sell the customer. Well, you know, I'm, number one, I don't want to pay the money it's going to cost to do that. Number two, I'm not sure what they tell the customer. I'm, I might be embarrassed to what they tell them and if they're lying to them or get them put off in something else. So, you know, man, these, these computer people are driven by power. They want to control us. They want to do everything. Are you, are you driven by power? I'm driven by purpose. Uh, I pray about the position I am in, how to proceed. And I don't need the power. And I want to proceed as a mentor to you. I want to be there for you. And I want you to understand what's going on. I, I create my own world. Do you create your own, create your own world? Did you create the world you're in and making payments? I'm debt free. I love being debt free. I was taught the Dave Ramsey system when I was, you know, that was 70 years ago almost. My mother taught me when I was four and five years old because uh, we didn't have any money. But, you know, the little bit I got and the little bit I got for selling bottles. And then I worked my way up. I got in business by a gentleman watching me work, seeing my character, understanding what I was doing. And my dad had a car lot that held about six cars on a full day. And I was his driver. He was looking for a beer joint or a bar at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So I was a salesman, the janitor the porter, the mechanic. I was everything in the afternoons and the evenings. And uh, he'd be gone. But I would go with him to Georgetown, Texas, Compton Motors. And there was a used car manager there. And when I turned, after I turned 14 a few months, I'd been driving at an early age. Let's, let's say not legal anyway. So when I turned 14, I was legal and I had a driver's license. He said, Randy, I got 10. He had, this was a Chevrolet store. He said, I got 10 49 to 51 Fords. And I hate them. They're sitting on a line back there. Nobody wanting to buy them. I want to sell you all 10 of them, one at a time for $25 a piece. I said, Clarence, I love the idea, but the problem is I don't have $25. He said, you don't? He said, no. I said, he said, okay, take one at a time. Come back up here. Find a way to get back up here. And uh, I'll uh, let you take it. And when you sell it, you bring me the money, and I'll give you the title. That's great. Hey, I'm in on that free ride, man. So I rode the bus back up to Georgetown, walked about six blocks to the Chevrolet store. He had uh, first cars, a 49 Ford, I'll never forget it, black, club coupe, standard V8, 
he put two gallons of water in the back because they were known they could possibly run hot. And this was in April of 1963. And he even, that was back when gasoline was 15 cents a gallon too up there in Georgetown. So he put me in a couple of dollars worth of gas, which was a lot of gas back then. And I took it home and I'm cleaning it up. And uh, one of my best friends come by and said, where'd you get that car? Whose car is that? And I said, it's my car. I said, how'd you buy a car? You don't have any money. I said, well, he, he's floating me. He's letting me sell this car, and then I take the money back up and give it to him, and he's going to give me the title. What do you want for it? And I said, 50 bucks to you. So he went and got his dad, and they came back, tested it out, knew that I drove it from Georgetown, Texas. And his dad bought it. I sell the first car I ever bought the first day I got it to my best friend. Man, I got 50 bucks. I guarded it like, man, I don't know, mama bear, I guess. I didn't want to spend none of it. I didn't want to lose any of it. And so I go back up with my dad. He's buying cars from the Chevrolet store also. And I hand clearance the 50 bucks. I said, here's the one for the one I took, and here's for the next one. He said, no, 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 give me the 25. You keep 25 for operating capital. Man, I didn't, even, I didn't know what operating capital was at 13. I was just trying to survive. I was just trying to get by the best way I could. And so I took another one. I went back up there, but Charlie Brown started taking me back up there. And we'd go up there, and I'd drive one home. And uh, he always had gas, and he always had water in the back of him. And we got to taking stuff, making sure that everything was all right. And I sold those 10 cars. And I saved the money as best I could. And that's how I got in the business. I started buying and selling cars. And that was in 1963. You know, sometimes there's somebody that got to give you a helping hand. Somebody that cares about you. Somebody will tell you the truth. And somebody that really, you know, their number one priority is helping everybody, not being so selfish for profit and only thinking about themselves. And I often think about Clarence helping me, opening the door, giving me the opportunity, waking me up. Because I might have never, it might have been three, two, three years after that before I'd have had enough money and the right opportunity to buy the right cars. You know, I mean, cars were cheap back then. I mean, the first brand new car I bought was come from Cap Chevrolet in uh, Laverne, Texas. And it was a if this was in 1968, it was a 67 Camaro they couldn't sell because, number one, it was standard, no power steering, no power brakes, no air, and a small motor. But, man, it was yellow with black interior, and it was a little doll. And it was like 2200 I'd worked my way up to I had 22 I had more money than that. I was buying and selling quite a few cars. I had about 5000 and Right now, 5000 don't look like much. But boy, in 1968, I was buying and selling cars left and right. But you know, that they were 2200, 2200 for a new car. Well, I, I tell you what, I, I remember the day I read in automotive news. That's the car dealer magazine, the news about what's going on in the business, and uh, I read that the average car was going to be ten thousand dollars and. In a few years, I thought, who in the world were going to buy new cars at $10,000? Well, now it's past 40000 for a new car. 
Who's going to buy them now? Have we priced ourselves out of the market? Are we thinking about it? Are we making the right decisions? Are we stretching out the payments for a long time? Are we taking care of the cars? Are we checking them? Are we changing the oil? Are we watching what we buy? Does it fit our budget? Does our lifestyle fit our budget? I mean, so many people buy stuff, and it doesn't fit their family. I, I try to give them the right advice, but, you know, sometimes, just like the old saying, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Well, just like that, that husband at Tree and Life, it was difficult to convince him not to buy another fifteen dollars $20,000 vehicle and make the payments, but to make the payments to himself. And his wife was loving it. Because I was agreeing with what she had been telling him, and I didn't know this till the end of the conversation. But I mean, we've got to, we got to quit chasing, grasping, running after something that's temporary, and it loses value, and it loses market value. We must stop grasping the temporary and begin focusing our time, money, and energy on the permanent. Hey, I'm going to tell you, they're talking about less and less people being able to uh, retire. Why? Because we make bad decisions and we think that we're going to have a, I've, I've talked to a lady that is 62, very smart lady, she, and she's having a difficult time finding a job. And she can't retire, and she's in that position. And so, hey, when AI takes over, they got robots doing the jobs. How many jobs are going to be left? Uh, Yellow Freight just uh, filed bankruptcy and laid off 300,000 workers. Where are they going to find a job? Then we're letting foreigners come in because, thank you, Biden, to take over jobs. How are we going to survive with them? So, I mean, you know, with AI, with uh, people going bankrupt, with the competition the way it is, with the stock market playing games with funny money, Hey, I'm going to tell you, a good financial advisor on at 5% of everything you do, after 10 years, 5% times 10 years is 50%. They'll own half your money. So, I mean, in the stock market, I, you know, they print money. They're not the real deal. I can't print money. So, I mean, what are we doing? And, uh, and the government's trying to shut us down. They're trying to take us the wrong way. They're trying to put us in a position, yes, they are, in a position where they can control us with electric cars. What are we going to do with the batteries? We're, you know, they're worried about saving the earth, and we're going to have all these batteries, and everything's going to have to be electric, and the grid's going to have to go down. Uh, you know, we're not thinking about the future. We're not staying on top of it. But we need a positive statement in what you believe to the end of your life. Think high. Think positive. And know exactly what you're doing. But be positive with what your budget is and what and what you want to spend. Just like I told you, sincere love involves selfless giving. Hey, car dealers are not going to give their time away. Car dealers are not going to give their cars away. Car dealers are not going to give you the best deal. Do they tell the truth? Are they self-centered? You know, self-centered people can't, hey, they can't truly love. There's a few good dealers in the area. There are. I know them all. There's some bad dealers in the area. You got to be prepared when you walk in there 
to buy a vehicle. We got to have car dealers or we're going to look like Cuba patching up old cars. And then there's the ugly dealers that you shouldn't even pull on the lot, shouldn't even consider because, hey, they're in nothing free in the car business. If you think that, if you think that's true, hey, call me. I'm going to say you land the park. <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, take care of your vehicle. Fix it up. Uh, shine it up. Hey, get it detailed. I t often talk about a guy that I bought his truck and I had it detailed. Like I said, I've got a good mobile detail company that can sanitize, take smoke smells, fix seats, uh, salmonize your paint. Uh, and so, you know, this guy, I bought his truck. He bought a new one. They wasn't given enough because, I mean, this guy bought a new truck. It was, I think, six years old. He had never painted it. I mean, I've never uh, washed it, never detailed it. Never cleaned the inside out. In fact, he found the title. He thought he lost the title, but clearing it out, he found the title on the dash. The title would come in, he threw it on the dash and piled a bunch of papers on top of it. Well, I've done that before, too, on stuff. But anyway, so you got to, you know, detail your car up. You know, a lot of people, people that used to buy new cars are now buying two, three-year-old cars. People that used to buy two, three-year-old cars are buying five, six, seven-year-old cars. People who used to buy five, six, seven-year-old cars are buying older cars. Have we all just kind of worked our way down? Had a bunch of people that have talked to me because I've got a mobile mechanic on RVs and for cars and trucks have called me, and I've tried to help them. Make, get your transportation up and going and take care of it. I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. We must develop self-control, remember, we got to be in control of our emotions. Hey, give me a call anytime, 830-708-4789. Go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. we got previous shows on LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Listen to them at your convenience. At your convenience. And hey, get educated. you have any questions, be sure and give me a call, 830 708 Four seven eight nine. God bless you. I love you. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.